Welcome to the Dreamcast Podcast. My name is Daniel Bozinski, and my goal is to help you find purpose and become the greatest version of yourself. Every week, our promise is to deliver one-of-a-kind stories of individuals who are pioneering purpose in their life. These are people I personally would have loved to have as mentors and leaders in my life in the past, and now they're right here at our fingertips. The Dreamcast guests are willing to be authentic, genuine, and human about their struggles and success. To me, purpose is priceless, and if you're looking to make an investment into your life yourself, I believe you've come to the right place. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's get started. Well, thanks again for tuning into the Dreamcast. Today's guest is a very exciting one. He is a wearer of many hats, a certified high-performance coach, author, speaker, trainer, entrepreneur, investor, CEO, and founder. He had multiple, multiple humble, humble beginnings, starting from nothing and zero and going to something very significant, and we'll be talking about that on the show. His passion is to help entrepreneurs, business owners, and leaders from all types of businesses improve the quality of their lives, accomplish their goals, and grow their profits. He is living by the motto, be kind, do good, have less, and give more. Our guest believes that every person has a longing to be significant, to make a difference, to leave a mark, to make a contribution, and be a part of something noble and purposeful. His first book, The Success Start, is seven practices to make a life of significance, and it's launched. He's been trained in personal growth and achievement by countless top influencers and leaders around the world, like John C. Maxwell, Tony Robbins, Jack Canfield, Deepak Chopra, Dave Ramsey, and many more. His highest accomplishment was being able to give back to his country, Peru, by training the Army in Terrapoto in 2015, with me actually in one of our great teams. He also loves mission work and often travels to the Dominican Republic and around the world, but specifically Dominican Republic, where his dad has a children's orphanage. He lives and works in Fort Lauderdale, Florida with his two sons, and he's living his purpose, one success at a time. Juan Carlos Arzola, welcome, my friend, to the Dreamcast. Thank you very much, Daniel. Thank you. Thank you for the time. Man, this is like a long time coming. Me and you hanging out in Florida. We've been to Dominican together. We've been everywhere almost. Peru. We've been to Asia together. Like, how come this hasn't happened earlier? <laughs> <laughs> well, we do a little bit every month, every year, right? That's right. Well, for everyone kind of listening in, Juan is uh, not just a, a guest on the Dreamcast. He's also a really close friend of the families. He's come over to Michigan and visited us, and uh, we've been able to spend some time with him in Florida. And uh, he's just an amazing individual. I'll tell you what, anyone that ever meets Juan for the first time, he's one of the most kind, generous, just giving, giving of himself, his wisdom, uh, just fatherly, caring persons we've ever met. And uh, yeah, you, I mean, Juan, you've seen some wild success in your life, and you're very humble about it. I'm going to pull it all out of you this today in this conversation. But I mean, why don't, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Tell us about your family, growing up, that type of stuff. Um, well, I was born in Peru, Lima, Peru, and uh, I came to the States when I was 13 years old. So um, pretty much my, my childhood was growing up in, in Peru, you know, my, my dad was a, a teacher, a professor at a very um, um, prestigious university. So he taught math and physics. I, my mom um, was a nurse in Peru, and she always looked after us to, to be more, to do more, you see? 
And yeah. so she wanted to become a nurse in, in America, in, in the United States. And that's how we came to this country, because she wanted us to study here, you know, to have uh, more opportunities. So um, I learned from her the, the hard work, you know, how, how much uh, uh, challenging it was for her after failing her exams several times. And then finally she passed the board, you know, the, 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 the board exam. It's a and huge deal. Yeah, yeah, and that's when um, we came because uh, I was blessed. You know, my my parents were comfortable. You know, we we, we let we used to live in Peru comfortable. You know, and and came here uh, with nothing, pretty much. You know, and then just to become more, just because my mom wanted for us uh, more opportunities. You know, to to raise the bar on us. You know. So I'm very grateful that I got that lesson of, of perseverance or, or never give up, you know, right. uh, and just just to, to try to to always just be there, you know. So, yeah, I, it was it was wonderful. And then I came to Miami and it was wonderful experience, you know, growing after that. Well, some of the stuff that you've done is, is really interesting. I want you to. You, I mean, you've had so many crazy experiences, all the companies. I remember when we sat in that coffee shop, my jaw was just hitting the floor uh, with the things that you've done. I mean, you've built houses for celebrities. You've done construction for the most famous people in the world. You've, I mean, you got into the, you know, the, the game of, of purchasing domains and bought some of the most literally catalytic, expensive domains and been a part. So, like, kind of tell us a little bit of the highest accomplishments that you've been able to to be a part of and uh I, I mean from your from your mouth and your voice you know it more than me so yeah i mean um i started you know I, like i told you you know to continue me, with my my life um um i came when i was 13 i couldn't work and i always wanted to have money you know and i wanted to always have because my parents never gave me money and that's one of the things that I learned a lot. I'm very grateful for them because they make they push me to to you know to work to to study to. So, uh, just to give you a very a quick summary, you know, at the beginning, I looked for a job as a dishwasher, and then <laughs> and then that was my very very first job. I was making like three dollars an hour, and then I went into um, a hotel. My second job as a bellman. And then I figured out that I wasn't making enough money and I started, you know, cutting grass. And that's when the biz, the whole business thing started, you know. Um, but but because I felt uh, my parents were not going to allow me to do that, you know, because they want me to study, you know. And I was going to hi uh, high school and then I was doing this on the sides, like, you know. Like with a pair of scissors, remember I told you it was a yeah. scissor. That's all I had. I didn't even to have cut a the grass. I remember that. Exactly. Yeah, and I just did it with with a backpack and walking. That's how I really got started in Kendall, in Miami. Well, the, the whole thing grew, and I had employees. I was going to school. I was learning. I went to. I started taking classes at the university, and those my professors were my first mentors. So I started. I started taking marketing classes because not because I wanted a degree, but because I needed that help on the marketing perspective. So I, I started asking a lot of questions to my professor. Then I sold the company for six figures, you know, plus um, legally I was able to do it when I was 18 years old. And then I 
blow up the money, you know, I burn it out and I, I had it all. I, I bought the, uh, you know, the, the big sporty car and I was, I was making more money than my parents both combined. Um, then, uh, you know, I ran out of money and then I started doing this, uh, not just cutting grass, like a loan service, but I started doing landscaping. That company grew up a lot and, and I was starting to do just design and installations, then got into a little bit of the nursery part. But then I start, you know, I, I start focusing, okay, I'm not going to do that as um, too much. I wanted to just have uh, <clears throat> a few projects and do very high-end stuff. Then I got into the construction. I got into doing pools and kitchens and outdoor kitchens. My gosh, kids. you did it all, man. Yeah, and then, but I always wanted to do the very best on that. On the, you know, we put the audio system. I mean, the whole nine yards on the outdoors. You know, we really create very good paradise. You know, we we create the different styles: tiki huts, pergolas, waterfalls, fountains. We did. Um, my vision at that time was, um, and there was always an interior designers, but they were never exterior designers. So I did it all. So and then I got into working with a very, very, you know, a lot of the rich and famous here in Florida. Um, some of them I may not be able to disclose for privacy agreements that we, we signed, you know. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I got to learn from a lot of them. And, and I, then I started getting into the Internet, into the, the real estate. So I, I acquired some real estate properties, several of them. Then I, and I also acquired some um, internet properties, you know, domain names, you know, um, several years ago, like over 10 years ago. And that's how we start accumulating assets, you know, and um, then I sold some real estate and just kept some domain names. But none of that, all of that was just money. Yes, I was wealthy. Yes, I traveled the world. Yes, I had the cars, I had the houses, I had the mansions, then I wanted a bigger house, and I had a bigger house, and a bigger house, and <laughs> but none of that fulfilled me. Right. You see, and none of that was really triggering me the insight until I started going to visit my dad who lives in Dominican Republic, and to be able to serve, to share, to give, um, really, really change the path you know so i decided at that time to pretty much sell companies close other companies and start my journey in personal growth to yeah. become more you know to become a better person to be a better father a better a better son a better friend a better um boss and entrepreneur you know a better to better not only on the physical to lose weight, which I did, but also on the emotional, you know, on the mental, on the spiritual level, you know, I always wanted to become more. So I started buying all the books, going to all those events, get mentors and coaches to help me out in a lot of things, you know, um, mission trips. I went to with you, Daniel, you know, to all of that, because on one side, 50% of my time was I want to become more and learn. But the other 50%, I want to know where can I apply? Right. Where is the need in the world? That's why we went to Thailand, in Peru, you know, and I've been everywhere pretty much. But no, not as before, like I was as a tourist, but just to go help and see where the need is. Because 
when you change the way you think, then the perspective changes on how, how you can impact, you know, and, and leave your legacy the right way. So, so tell me about this. So you, so first thing again, I'm so glad you shared all the successes, right? I mean, you sold that one company for, you know, multiple six figure. That was huge. You you sold a bunch of the property. You sold a bunch of the domains. You, I mean, you like got to a place where you were able to really not have to like be inundated day in day out. I mean, you you found all of what people are looking for, and you were like, you knew that wasn't the end of all. It was just kind of the start of you making the significance of your life, so you could be free to impact so it was very humbling in this bio just kind of reading that the the peruvian army when we took you there a couple years ago that this was such a meaningful experience for you like this was a top experience for you so tell me why this particular audience meant so much to you and kind of what stood out what impacted you um more than anything is making one of my dreams come true in which everything that i learned everything that I grew or everything that I was in the process uh, of giving back to my people, to my country, to serving, you see? Because I have never been to that jungle in, where we were in Peru, you know? I'm usually from Lima, and I will only be actually there, you know, in the capital. And for context reasons, we basically took Juan Carlos and a team out to Terrapoto, Peru, which is a rural area outside of Lima, and he got to speak for a significant amount of time and really influenced these, an entire army base, actually, the entire army base, several hundreds and hundreds of army officials, generals, leaders, um, and then uh, army men. And it was uh, it was pretty emotional and powerful. But yeah, keep going, Juan. I just want to give some context. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was really nice to be able to give back, you know, especially because it looks like they connected to me when yeah, I, I started to speak in Spanish and they knew that I live in the States and they knew that I'm Peruvian and they knew a little bit of my humble beginnings. And to bring them some words of encouragement, of inspiration that they can do it, that they they, they, they doing it right, you know, it was grateful, you know. So, so that actually uh, inspired me even more to raise the bars of my own goals. You see, right. what I really wanted to accomplish in life in terms of serving, in terms of giving. Really? So that trip really catalyzed that for you? It, it really did because, you know, I, like I told you, Daniel, now that you got me thinking into all of this and, and, and I'm sharing with you guys all, you know, I have, I've, I have lived with a lot of rich and famous because like I've been inside their room, their house, their other parents. And I saw some of them, if not all, that they're kind of empty. When you have right. too much money, it's kind of a problem too, unless you know how to use it and serve it, you see? And I said, okay, I don't want to have too much because, yes, it's good, but there has to be a meaningful reason, a purpose for it, you know? Wow. At the end, we are born naked, and we're going to die naked. <laughs> You see, we are here to give and to yeah. give all, you see. Uh, and, and when I start realizing all of this, uh, it helped me a lot. Yes, it's good to have money. Don't get me wrong. You know, it's good, you know, uh, but like w w because of when we went in Peru, like I told you, at the beginning, for example, one of my goals was to build a um, school in Dominican Republic where my dad lives, you see. Yeah. When, after going to Peru, I said, a school is not enough. I want right. to build a city. Come on, dude. Like, you're, like, blowing my mind. Like, okay. Yes. Come on. <laughs> yes. No, it is true because, 
because yes, I can build the schools. Daniel, you can build hospitals. We can have two more partners. They can build churches, wells. Why we can and we if we united together, we can build a city. Right. I you met, know that's always been a dream of mine. It's like, and I feel like so. And I and I, I don't remember if you remember this part of the conversation, Juan. But I literally looked you in the eyes and I said, when we bring you into Peru, I just believe with all of my heart that some of the dreams, because I remember you had not been into Peru for, I think, 10 or 15 years. Exactly. Exactly. And I said, your, your, your life's going to explode. And I mean, you're already, I mean, you're, the success that you have is already unfathomable for even me or anyone maybe tuning in right now. I mean, the things that you were t- telling me and the things you've done and it's like, but, but like to th- think of it exploding from there was hard, but I kind of just said that by faith or whatever you want to call it. And I mean, it's crazy to kind of hear this out of your mouth right now. It's humbling. It's powerful. Keep going, man. I want to hear more. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, it is true. You know, that experience, uh, when you see that your words have powerful, that you, you're worthy, that you are important, then yes, you can do a lot of things. I raised the bar. Yeah. See? And, and, and I met a friend of mine um, in a, a mentorship with John Maxwell, and he's, they are doing that in Africa, a city. They're building a city, you see? And when I say a city, yes, everything will start on, on a small area, you know? But that's the, the, that's the legacy, a nice legacy, you know, to, to, to where there's nothing. Like that area, I can share that with you, Daniel, later, um, you know, where there's nothing. And then you, you combine friends that are not only smart but wealthy, but you know, yes, you do well, and so you all unite and just just build it. You see, right. and and it's right. so so that's what what helped, what happened to me in Peru. That's the reason that I will say is the the spark that triggered the whole thing. You know, uh, on, on my on my journey to to finish well in life. When we look at the end, am I gonna say yes? Good job. I so Juan, where, where are we going together this year? <laughs> Dominican Republic, right? We're going to meet. Maybe. Come on, man. We got to go around the world. I mean, we're going Thailand, Asia, India, South America. Like, I just love doing the travel thing with you because we've got some amazing things happening. And I feel like you're... So I got to say this. Every time you talk with Juan Carlos Arzola, every time he says, Hey, Daniel, I say Juan Carlos Arzola. Like I love talking with him because really what Juan is, is he's the true sign of humility for like, I mean, the people he's kind of mixing with and the things that he's still doing. And yet every time he talks to you, I don't care if he's the most tired. I don't care if you just got off a 30 hour plane ride. He is going to tell you something that he's going to teach you something without being teachy or like the, when he talks, it's just like, it's something powerful. And, and so, I mean, Juan, I want you to kind of tell us some of the things you teach your clients that kind of radically transform their lives. What are those things? Like, do the Juan Carlos thing right now. Uh-huh. I, I pretty much de- teach them a couple of things, you know, to, to, um, to, it depends on the client, uh, on the person that I'm trying to help. But the very first thing is at their current level, wherever they are, I usually bring them implement new morning habits. How do they start the day will determine the whole thing for them. You see, but when I, I set up habits for them, I help them to set up set up 
their spiritual habits, their mental habits, their emotional habits, and their physical habits. You see, because if you're batting one, it's gonna affect everything. You yeah. See? yeah. So, so, so sometimes five minutes of something, another five minutes of that, but have a balance of all those. Okay. And if I level that up, and and they are good doing those habits. So what are some of those habits? Like what are some powerful morning change, life-changing habits? Uh, there, there's a lot. And I usually like to get to know the peop, the person, you know, that I'm, I'm coaching on, because this is a very high performance coaching. Plus I, I, I learned a lot from different mentors that, that I've been coached. You know, usually a coach needs a coach. So I'm always coaching. I'm being coached, you know, yep. but usually uh, it starts with, you know, um, I go kind of detail, but on, on the physical, I usually talk a little bit about the, you know, the, the nutrition and the exercise, you know. But the one that the 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 triggers the most because I, I learned, you know, a few little things, you know. No, I'm not a nutritionist or a doctor, but just giving the the basics so they can get that going, you know. The on the on the on the emotional side, you know, is to smile, to laugh, you know. To, to bring joy, to bring the inner child that sometimes through life, through the years, we lose because of worry, because of fear, you know, but be, be make, make an intention to laugh every day. Laughter is the good medicine, you see? Right. Yeah, uh, that's good. On, on the mental part, you know, a couple of basic things, you know, to read a book, and, and I usually guide them depending on their business or, the, you know, to, to read, but not only that, but had to filter the books and I usually share the best books that I've learned from and, and how to speed read a little bit faster and also to write, you know, to write a journal. But and then there's different types of journals. You know, I usually recommend a, a, a journal for reflection from the past. Everything that you learn from the past, your accomplishes that that serves them to to motivate themselves, everything that they've done. You see, they remember if they write it down. Uh, a journal for today, the journal of whatever they have in their mind, so they can download it and have a clear mind. Yeah. And so and also and also the the journal for the future kind of thing. Okay, write your goals every day. What you know because they're gonna change. What do you want? But not only what do you want to be, but also what do you want to do? Yeah. What do you want to have? And what do you want to give? And when I I develop this framework and when you break it out like this into be, do, have, and give, then it's easier for them to actually fill in the blanks. You see? Right. And and also and then the, on the spiritual level, you know, the praying the, the uh, prayer, meditation, being grateful. Because there's a difference between Thankfulness, gratitude, and appreciation. So and having I, those in our life kind of just brings forth what? Just some greater joy? Exactly. Exactly. And that, then when you are grateful, you're going to experience love on a deeper level. You see? So so um, it's kind of you have to be more in order to give more. You cannot give what you don't have. Right. So... As I coach my uh, uh, clients to date yourself, 
You see, go on a date yourself. Because so, like, you, go to go to a restaurant and like order two meals and just kind of <laughs> no, ask no, good questions. No, no, no. I usually tell them go to the beach by yourself. <laughs> Forget the phone or go get dressed, pick up the best restaurant and order the best food that you want, and just go by yourself. Love, like, if you care for yourself, you're gonna love yourself. Yeah. And if that happens, you're gonna be able. To, your your love is gonna overflow. And you're going to be able to love back others easily. You see? I think that, so one of the things I've always felt is to know thyself is the greatest challenge in life. Like to know yourself. It's like exactly it's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you know yourself, because when you're by yourself, you see, you get to know yourself. So what do you do to do that? So like one of the things I do is I've got like these yellow pads all over my desk right now. And I've just, I write, I write, I write, I write, I type, I type, I type, I type. One of the best thing that I would recommend you, you, Daniel, as a friend, and this is probably within the context of this uh, uh, interview that you're doing for me as a friend, is turn off your phone, leave it at the house, go to nature, go to the beach, go to a park, Forget about the electronic, forget about buildings, ADC, and just be you. And you think, you pray, you reflect. There's a difference between um, <clears throat> uh, contemplation and thinking and meditation and concentration. All four are different. Okay, Break them down for me. I'm just taking notes, man. This is like, I feel like I'm just on a phone call with Juan Carlos. <laughs> well, when you go out, when you contemplate, you're just thinking deep. You see, deep. When you think, you think about what you have to do to a certain day. There's different type of thinking. I mean, we're going to have this for two hours. I can go in another call on, on private, Daniel, you know? But yes, yeah. there's different kind of thinking. When you meditate, you focus on one thing and the reason for that is you try to have the mind clean you see no nothing one of the things that i learned daniel is there's no right there's no wrong there's perfect it's always perfect yeah like everything's better than you think it is that's what you're saying right no no there is, no, that. there is no right, there is no wrong. There is always perfect. It is always perfect. Everything that happens to you is perfect because it was meant to be. There's no right, there's no wrong. No, I get it. It's like looking back and being like, man, I can't believe I did that. Or that was, no, it was perfect, right? Exactly. So, so whatever happened to you, it, it meant to be, it taught you something. If it's negative, it taught you something. And if it's good, it bless you. But both it meant to be. It's perfect. You have to accept it. You see? There's yeah. no judgment. There's, you know, that's what I'm telling you. So, and, and these are powerful words that I'm telling you because I want to make sure you just get it. You know? There's no right. When you have this kind of mindset, it changes the whole thing. Wow. Okay, you have to digest it. it it's, this is so, so strong. You know, the people, when they listen, they're going to need to listen it several times. But oh, I'm telling you, 
I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm learning. No, I'm totally catching it. Cause like everything in life, we kind of look at it and we want to place it in categories. We want to put it in, Hey, that was good. That was bad. No, everything's perfect. Exactly. Exactly. You see, you're brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. (laughs) No, because for whatever you think is bad for me, it's probably good. You see? And and let's say between you and and, uh, Elizabeth, you see? Uh, whatever is good for you, it's different perspective. You know, there, there, there's, I mean, one of the things that I learned, um, and, and I'm doing the mastermind for the whole year, we actually, um, you know, very uh, powerful mastermind, um, is change how to think to think, how to have different perspective, you know, and, and how do you, wow, you know, because sometimes we think in just in a box. I'm trying to, this will help you think from outside the box kind of thing, you know? Right. So, so for example, um, when I learn, because it's hard kind of thing, people are learning. When I coach people, you know, okay, what's your purpose? A purpose is not what, but it's how. That's good. So purpose not what I do, it's how I do what I do. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly, you know? So usually, oh, my purpose is to serve others. My purpose yes. is my job, that's what I do. Exactly, but for example, my purpose is to serve with love and joy. It's good, and everything you do, you do everywhere you go, right? How you do it, that's the, yeah, exactly. The, 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 the thing that I learned the most is how, you see? Because, um, at the end, when you change your perspectives, or when you improve your perspectives, or when you, when you see different, and that's where a lot of my mentors help me a lot, a lot of mastermind groups, you know. And actually, I'm uh, next year I'm going to be doing a mastermind with uh, George Bush. You should come and join me, Daniel. Hey, man, like I got a big smile on my face. That would be insane. Awesome. Yes. Yes. But, you know, when you start climbing the ladders, then you get to meet a lot of people, which now I'm getting to meet a lot of people that are are not goal oriented, but growth oriented. Goal is good, but growth is better. So what's the difference? Like a goal is like I want to get to here. What's a goal? Goal is 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 a it's a it's focused on on a destiny on the destination you see yeah and growth is focused on the journey see? what's the example of each one like what would be a goal to a girl for example my, my book i'm, I'm going to write a book is going to turn into a movie that's a goal yes and once that happens that's it you see i'm not going to be done my mind will be yes. I'm gonna write an, another book, and that book is gonna become a movie, you know. And then I'll get Emmy awards or whatever that happens there. Okay, done. But then my mind will be limited to that. I'll accomplish that on 2020, let's say. Okay. Right. But but if I have my my the, my growth mind, then the next then my my I, my mindset is going to be always growing. Okay. What's what's the next book? You see. Or, I'm, I'm, you know, next, let's go to the next goal. You see, but my mind will not be fixed. You see, always growing, you know? So I feel like, like a growth mindset is almost like not necessarily... So in the process of writing the, the, 
the script and the book and all that, maybe a growth mindset is more of like having a purpose statement, having a vision statement, because those, those are never changing. I mean, to be a person of love, I mean, that's a challenge that will never overcome. Exactly. To be a person of servitude. That's, that's like a growth mindset because no one can beat that. Only you can beat that. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm telling you. The goals are good, but having a growth mindset is better because if I'm going to serve with love, which is my, 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 my purpose, you know, okay, I can serve humankind building a city. Yes, that's good. I can serve humankind because I'll share my knowledge from the book and even better into a movie. I can share uh, humankind because I'm going to be coaching and mentoring presidents of the world. You see, that's going to help humankind. I'm going to be speaking. And it really unleashes your like limitless potential having a growth mindset because you're not. Exactly. A lot of people think goal, goal, goal. Yes, it's good, but don't get stuck into it. You see? Right. That's really good. Okay, so hey, we have a few other questions. I want to kind of jump to a few other things because I, I want to like kind of pull on Juan Carlos here. So yeah. what is what's the greatest lesson you've learned so far? And this is kind of ad lib, so you're just coming up with the first thing that you think. Uh, the greatest lesson that I learned, you know, I will say I learned it from Bob Protko, um, the guy from The Secret, um, which he I, I learned that mental faculties – you know, like you go to the gym to work out, you can see your muscles, right? You, you get biceps and, okay, you look good, you look in shape because those are visual. But a lot of people don't see the thinking. They don't see the memory. They don't think, you know, the, the perspective. They don't think, they, they don't see uh, different things. So, so it's, wow, how do you exercise those muscles? Those mental faculties, those mental muscles, how do you exercise? So that helped me out a lot because then, for example, how do you train the focus? If you have more willpower, you can accomplish more in personal and business, 10x, automatically, right. you see? So so that's the biggest lesson that I think I, I, I learned and the way he, he, he did it, you know, uh, and then I, I'm now I'm starting to train all those muscles. You see, I go so to the mental sh- muscles. It's like mental exactly. capacity. And, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because sometimes we think we, we like we all the same, you know, you have eyes, you can see a flower. I have eyes. I can see the same flower. Your memory is as bright as mine. Your mind is perfect as mine. You see? The thing is, some of them work it out, exercise them, and some people do not. Right. You follow what I'm saying? So, so a- one of the things would be like, we often think that if we got to get, if we got to do more, if we want to get more done, we got to do more. And that might not be true. To get more done, we might need more people to get those things done. Uh, okay. You mentioned something brilliant, Daniel. The, the world and things, and I was making that mistake. We have to do more to have more, and then to become more. That's what everybody does. Oh, I need to work more, to have a house, to be rich, right? Right. That's the wrong way, you see? You have Mm -hmm. to be more first. You have to be more. The best version of Daniel, you have to have, okay, the best mindset. Talking my language, man, come on. (laughs) Exactly. 
when you become the best Daniel, guess what? You're going to be able to do, boom, quickly, whatever you want to do, because you can think faster, you have a great memory, you have, you can connect with people, you can have, you know, and then you're going to be able to do a lot more. Right. And then if you do a lot more, you're going to have more, whatever you want. And then if you have more, then you can give more. That's so good. So, okay. okay, so tell me this really quick. Can we jump to a few other things? Uh, okay, yeah, yes, just a little, a little more. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so let me ask you this. A few other questions, and then we'll, we'll end it with this. But So tell me, like, number one person that's impacted your life. Uh, the number one person who impacted my life, uh, my personal life, I will say my mom, like I was telling you, you know? I mean, I learned the most thing about her is to never give up. Yeah. And that's what I'm actually applying right now. So what's your life mantra? Is that it? Is it would that be your life mantra? I know. I, I would say, like I told you, serve with love and joy, you know? Serve with love and joy in everything you do, everywhere you go. I love that. Okay, so I know you just turned like, didn't you just turn 16 last month, right? So <laughs> what do you want? Juan's not 16, just so you know. But what do you want to be when you grow up? Like you've got this childlike faith and heart and Daniel, Daniel, I'm seven years old. <laughs> same as you. You're seven too. Yeah. Change every seven years. It's good. Completely. Every single cell. Yeah. Okay, so yes, I'm forty years old, but I'm seven. <laughs> well, what do you what do you want to be when you grow up? Like what's what is that uh what's that gonna look like? Well, I'll be I'll be mentoring and coaching presidents around the world. I'll be I'll be keep reading and having my books being turned into movies. I'll be reaching seven billion people, you know, online and offline. So you know, I have to multiply myself. I won't be able to reach all of them unless I do online. And then uh, looking to to get a Nobel Prize. Yeah. Well, one, it's like it's gonna happen. It's just, uh, just, just yeah, 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 yeah. I mean. I remember my mom wanted me to go to Harvard. And I said, no, mommy, yes, I'm going to go to Harvard, but I'm going to go and teach at Harvard. Not as a student, but as a, a people that I can share for the next generation, you know? So, yeah, those, those is what I'm looking for, you see? Um, and, 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 and the more I getting into this, the more easy I can see it, you know? Right. The more you do it, you realize, wow, this is actually possible. It's mind blowing. I have a, a friend of mine who I met at John Maxwell. She she spoke at the United Nations uh, a few months ago. You know, so I mean, little things like that. But the, the thing is to be able to serve, to give, to share what I have, what what I discover, what I learn. You know, th there's a difference between invention and innovation. And I'm trying to to go from whatever it is innovate with you know because there's a lot of need in the world right uh, and i can I, I i was able to to repackage it let's put it that way and to make it more accessible innovate it yeah okay so tell me this one if you could go back to your young 18 year old self uh what would you what would you tell yourself i will i will force myself to think big and to write my 1000 year goal <laughs> Juan, you're a big thinker, man. Like, I just appreciate your influence. I really, I mean, the friendship we have, the relationship, it's like, 
everyone needs a Juan Carlos in their life. And I think that one of the greatest ways that they can do that is pick up your book. You can buy it on Amazon. We'll put the links here uh, in the show. But Juan, thanks for taking time. 1,000 year goal. That's what you would tell your 18 year old self. Wouldn't you be a little nervous? He'd be like, what? That's a challenge. A really good goal needs to excite you and scare you at the same time. (laughs) If it doesn't scare you, it's not a good good job, a good goal because you can actually do it. So, so I not only think about your generation, your 100 years, but think about your children's children's generation and whatever you're going to build, let it be for the generations to come, you see? So when you have this kind of, uh, you know, a thousand year goal, then the whole thing changes. Do yeah. that exercise, Daniel. Trust me. I will. I'm going to write it down. It will help you out, you know? That is killer, man. Well, Juan, thanks again for taking time on the Dreamcast. Appreciate you making time and kind of giving of your heart and your life. And uh, we'll talk soon. Thank Daniel, I just want to finish with this. You've been a great friend. I'm very grateful that I have met you. And I just want to tell you how much I love you. I appreciate you, man. Seriously. Thanks again. I just like, I feel like this isn't, it's, it's, it's always just the beginning for us, right? It's like we're right there right on the edge of the greatest things happening in the world. Yes, get ready. We're going to do it, okay? All right, well, you just listened to Juan Carlos, a great friend, leader, mentor, and overcomer of great obstacles. I mean, Juan is doing some incredible things in the world. He's a mover, he's a shaker, and uh, just an inspiration to what it looks like to go all in, to serve with love, to serve with kindness. So thanks for investing in yourself this week on the Dreamcast. We just believe that... The Dreamcast is is that for you. It's just a constant reminder that you're a part of a community that is looking to do more, but more importantly, like Juan said, be more. Thanks again for tuning in this week, and we'll talk to you next week.